Yes, yes. It's the weekly rundown. Welcome, welcome. We're back for another week of solid, solid sports talk. I was about to say sports reporting, sports journalism. It's not that. It's just talk. Right, right. We're we're in a sort of a weird season, right? Where, where a lot of things are kicking off. We got the you know college football, um, you know, uh, just started NBA yep. or uh, NFL starting up uh, in a few days or next week. Uh, opener with the the Bucks and uh, the Cowboys on Thursday night football. Yeah, got a little um, NBA house cleaning. Just oh, some yeah. items that we can bring up. Discuss. There's always something these days. We're you know we're in the era of the of the uh, 24 7 365 news cycle right with with yeah. everything and and the nba all, all the sports are no exception yeah and um and then we're right in the thick of things with the uh major league baseball yeah and we could talk some about uh talk about uh giants and uh dodgers uh Ooh, it's like it was being written you know i know it's I know. pretty crazy pretty crazy but what do you want to start with that yeah, might as well. Uh, Giants uh, and Dodgers facing each other in San Francisco. Um, they wrap up the series, three-game series today. Um, the series is even 1-1. I don't know if you caught the highlights of uh, the first game. Um, one of the strangest, probably more exciting games I've seen this year, uh, just the way things unfolded. Hmm. Um, Giants took the lead, had a 1-0 lead in the in the ninth Um it came down to a mental error from Buster Posey. Uh, they caught, um, I don't remember the Dodger uh, player, um, in a rundown between third and home base. Hmm. And the runner, there was another runner on second who, uh, you know, while the rundown was going, he went all the way to third base. But for some reason, uh, Posey didn't, didn't tag the guy that left third. He tagged the other guy. Um, and so when all was said and done, they, they uh, were able to get one guy out, but it was the guy, it was the, the runner at third. Right. So, so the lead runner scored. Uh, no, I, excuse oh. me. I, I said that wrong. They got oh. the, they, he, he, he tagged the, the runner at second. So the runner at second was out, but he, that, that meant that the, the guy that had the lead at third remained on base. And what do you know? Uh, shallow. Uh, you know, shallow blue pit uh, scored the run, tied the game, and then they went to extra innings. Uh, Giants ended up winning it um, right. due to the fact they had uh, the, the Dodgers had Will Smith, their catcher, play first base because they were – this game was crazy. There were so many uh, uh, position switches. Wow. The Giants were down to uh, running one of their pitchers out uh, in center field uh, to play center field. They were about to. Dodgers were out of guys. They had to have their their starting catcher switch over to first base, Will Smith. And Will Smith is probably about 5'11". And the game came down to a somewhat errant throw uh, from Trey Turner on a routine ground ball. Bases were loaded, uh, two outs. This should have ended the inning. But, you know, uh, just a slightly errant throw. Will Smith had to come off the bag. um, And Posey, of all players, was able to run uh, get to first base uh, and was safe by, you know, maybe an inch, um, but just sort of an exciting game. And, and the run came in to score. Wow. Um, yeah, it sounds like a one. playoff game type of thing. Yeah, right? Total, total playoff atmosphere. Wow. Um, Dodgers won yesterday. Uh, yep. Again, um, this this is probably the most exciting and consequential series of the year so far. 
and uh, and really division. I mean, my gosh, they, yeah. the the the, the lo- whoever comes in second place is going to be uh, in the wild card game. It's such a shame because both of these teams are likely going to win over a hundred games, right? And uh, it's going to be a one and a, one and done wild card game. Um, and it would be a shame for either one of these teams to come down to uh, their season to be uh, right one game. In. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who knows what can happen in any any one game, right? Well, yeah, I love it. I love it. It seems like not only were these teams destined to meet this way, but it's sort of living up to the billing, right? right? And that's great. And they're still tied now. Same record. That's identi- right. Identical records. I mean, yep. it's a little bit different in the, with the lower end stats, but uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Like you said, they're they're head and shoulders above pretty much every other team. I think the Brewers are sniffing, you know, just a few games, you know, a few back games and, behind, yeah. Yeah, but uh and maybe in the in uh in the American League, I think Tampa is up there too, right? It's about the same record. But still, yeah, pretty crazy. It it, it was supposed to be the Dodgers and the Padres playing like yeah. that. But the Padres just it fell off. Floundered. Yeah. they yeah. let me I'm checking the standings now and they are fourteen games behind. Unbelievable. And I think they're behind Cincy for the second wild card spot. So they're I think technically you're right. they're technically out of the playoffs right now. Um which is crazy. Um wow. they had a, a horrible August. Um, um but I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Dodgers, uh, excuse me, the Padres face the Giants next. So that's yeah. going to be a new, uh, another consequential series. Crazy, crazy. All right, well, we're, we're going to keep our eye on that. We still still got a few weeks left in the season, so, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I love it. I like that there's excitement, and, and I feel like it's, you know, for us, it's different. You're, you're a Giants fan. I'm a Dodgers fan, so it's it's automatic for us but i feel right. like it, there's there's a little more interest in it in general this season and it kind of needed that yeah yeah crazy too uh the, the dodgers had a crazy uh number of fans at in san francisco last night oh uh i don't know if you know you're aware of this but they have some sort of traveling fan base called um and i'm going to get the number wrong but uh, they're called like pantone 428 hmm. do you have any idea what that is well, Pantone is a is colors, right? It's the uh, so take a, a guess what that bar. is. Uh, Dodger blue. That's Dodger blue. Pantone. <laughs> I don't know. I I know I don't have the number right, but it's definitely right. Pantone it. something. But that's the wow. Dodger blue. Yeah. So okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. Reminds me of an old graffiti name or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like it. I mean, I, it's it sounds like soccer fans too. You know, they're they're infamous for. Not that I'm trying to work soccer in here. You know. I, some, I won't some, have any it. way I can. I will not have it. <laughs> but uh, soccer fans do that. Every every team uh, has a traveling contingent of fans that go and you know. Go, there's always some at every away game, and as a matter of fact, every stadium sets aside a section yeah. just for the traveling fans. And what? so when you go to a soccer game, there's a little section that's only the fans of the visiting team. And they all, you know, they all wear the colors or bring banners and chant and, you know, and get yelled at by the home fans. And it's, you know, it's part of the whole experience. Do, do you know what you call um, a group of uh, five or more soccer fans together? European? Hooligans. <laughs> nice try. See, you're, you're just playing into the stereotypes. You know? <laughs> you're playing into the stereotypes. I need to get you to a game and you're going to be a convert. Yeah, well, right. yeah, yeah. 
All right. So uh, the problem is you, uh, the, the home team for you would be the San Jose Earthquakes. So what are, how are they doing? We'll get, you, they? We'll, we'll get you to a game in, in Portland. Portland, someday. yeah. Yeah, we'll do it right. Por- All right. Portland, Portland Timbers, is it? Portland Timbers, that's right. That's nice. right. The proud Portland Timbers. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, let's move on to college football because here in Oregon, uh, college football, this, this time of year, you know, yes, we have NFL fans, but we don't have an NFL team. Uh, Blazers run the town of Portland, of course. Uh, they're the king of the hill, but it's not basketball season. And so when college football season comes around, it's a party because the Oregon Ducks, and of course there is, a, you know, to a lesser degree, the uh, Oregon State Beavers, but the Oregon Ducks, and obviously the, uh, the, the excitement level has cooled over the f- last few seasons, but it's still, it's still palpable. You know, people are always optimistic about those Ducks every season, and uh, they kind of got off to a sputtering start but what did you what did you think of all those games it was it was a pretty pretty interesting and eventful opening day well man i mean it can be overwhelming the amount of football that's played on any yeah. given saturday but you know obviously i had my sights in on the uh the bama um uh, hurricane game last night mm-hmm. thinking that uh just because of the matchup these are two you know one current powerhouse and one former yeah. powerhouse of the nineties. Oh, man, when we were growing up, oh jeez, yeah. Miami was the it was it was like North Carolina of basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, but I mean it, it. It turned out it ended up being a boat race. Uh, Bama won uh, forty four to thirteen. Um, another game I was watching was uh, UCLA versus uh, uh, LSU, an right. SEC matchup, and That's again. Just, yeah, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Again, that's uh, we've got a, a weird interest in that up here because of Chip Kelly and how successful he was at Oregon. Right. Well, he carried on that success uh, over yeah, at finally. the Bruins yeah. and took it to LSU, an SEC team. Um, you know, obviously, the, the narrative and the reputation of the SEC, which is well-founded uh, for the most part of just they're sort of the juggernaut yeah. uh, conference uh, in college football. What, the last 10 years, would you say? <laughs> At 15? least, it seemed, yeah. Years? yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, the Pac-10, which is now the Pac-12, um, has always been kind of seen as soft or, you know, our lesser conference. Sure. We had a few years, right, where USC was in the mm-hmm. conversation. Right, right. Uh, but even the years, even in the Oregon glory years, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. eight, eight, 10 years ago, it was never nationally taken that seriously. Right? It wasn't, and it, and it, it unfortunately, um, you know, when Oregon was sort of always vying for a national championship, when they did pl- finally play those games, um, the, the difference in the oh. athletes um, in yeah. terms of sh- strength and, and size and stature, it was just it was oh. just totally different. It was obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, in those same years, it didn't help that the you know another strong team. Well, USC was there, but they had some sanctions or something. But uh, but also Stanford even was up mm-hmm. there in the conversation, and nobody has taken them seriously in football, as far as I can remember. Despite the fact that they churn out some NFL ready athletes yeah i mean i think i would i would i would slightly counter that i think they're they're seen as a a, a reputable program for sure they put oh out yeah yeah quality not players a, not that's going to not a powerhouse yeah right 
not a powerhouse. Um, but, uh, you know, we said all that to say this, is that uh, the Bruins took it to LSU yesterday, 38-27. to 27. Um, It was a great game. Good um, game, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, it's been three years now with Chip Kelly. Um, and, uh, I mean, how's he been doing there? Do you have, you, do you have any idea uh, overall? Un- underperforming. I mean, underperforming. they... Yes, I think that the expectations, of course, were high. His return to college football didn't work for him in the NFL. Uh, I wouldn't, I won't say predictably, but you know, not not super surprisingly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it was it was supposed to be, and, and UCLA was ready for for a renaissance for their program, right? They were another one. They were pretty uh, well regarded and pretty powerful program yeah. a couple decades ago. Yeah, and so. It was they, they were ready and and this was the this was their big ticket, right? Because of the success that Chip Kelly had at Oregon, they figured, well, he's going to have an easy, even easier time recruiting, and uh, you know, uh, motivating these players. And it didn't quite happen. But again, I mean, he he didn't have time to recruit, right? I mean, na- now he's getting into uh, the the uh, kids that he actually has brought in. Yeah, yeah. That, it take it all. Of course, it takes a few years. Uh, you know, to to get through the kids that you he, the new coach inherits uh, into the kids that they that they recruit to fit their program. So it was time, and I think that you know, week one though is it's it's a little early. I mean, we t- it's not quite like NFL preseason, but it's close. Yeah, just just to touch on a few of the other say top ten teams. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma, well, I, uh, Tulane. Yeah, almost right. pulled out uh, yeah. the upset over o- number two Oklahoma, forty uh, to Ohio State, right? Mm. Did, didn't they struggle, Ohio State? I'm looking. Well, and Oregon, speaking of, uh, had a little scare. Yeah, Fresno, Fresno State. You know, Fresno State is one of those teams that are always like, yeah, in oh, the yeah. top twenty or or just outside the top twenty-five. Absolutely. Good football program. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I've not. That's definitely not a knock on on Fresno State. Right. But but when you when Oregon Oregon is sort of making similar uh, noise about well now we've got our coach Mario Cristobal. I think this is his third season also. Mm-hmm. And I and it's starting to come around like okay they're settling into their new identity and this is going to be a year where they really uh, are going to make noise gonna make moves and uh i think they barely pulled it out in the fourth quarter against fresno state well let's talk about another upset that actually was an upset uh, from another uh, big time university in the pacific northwest mm-hmm. uh montana the, Monta- the mighty montana grizz defeating mm-hmm. the number 20 washington huskies right who could only managed only managed a touchdown right right, right. yeah man that just torpedoes your seat their season uh Right off the bat, yeah, and it's just, you know, what what? It's a shame because again, they don't get a preseason really. I mean, yeah. sometimes they'll scrimmage against other schools or you know that kind of thing. Uh, but man, and and somebody gets upset every time. Yeah, and you know, but only only scoring a touchdown. You're right. I mean, all of a sudden, expectations have to be pulled back a little bit. Yeah, Montana just isn't. It's just not one of those teams. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, obviously they can reel off a bunch of wins, but um, that's going to be hard to look at 
It's going to haunt them. Yeah, it's going to haunt them. But uh, one other game uh, of uh, you know between two top uh, five rated teams, Georgia and Clemson. Yeah. Uh, man, what a what a defensive um, you know battle between these two teams. Uh, Georgia ends up pulling it out ten to three. Yeah. Uh, three points. Yep. Yeah. Again, I mean it, that would never have happened uh, in the past what three seasons. Yeah, under uh, under Lawrence there. Right. But um. Yeah, so another uh, good first week of uh, college football, and we'll yeah. be uh, recapping some of the games every week uh, until the season ends. Okay, well, I have, a, I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you have to say about the whole conference realignment thing? Because, you know, we, we could talk about it, of course, anytime. It happened kind of over the summer. It really started to get crazy uh, with these teams, with Texas and uh, with Oklahoma. With the SEC? Uh, Yes, and and just growing even more powerful, arguably. Even so who though did, it, remind but, me who did who did they add on? So let's see. I'm, it was Texas, Oklahoma, into and, the SEC. Yes, yes, and uh, give me a minute. They already got Missouri. They already got A and M. Uh, Longhorns are in SEC, right? Yep, yep. And I can't remember the third team, but you know. It, now they're talking about uh, some teams sort of applying to become part of mm-hmm. of the uh, Big 12. You know, the Pac-12 is out here with a new commissioner saying, hey, we're, we're standing pat and we're going to sort of make it, have an agreement with a couple other conferences to, you know, hold steady and not get too crazy. And, and I, you know... It, I don't know. It's, it's, and of course, again, we could talk about this anytime. It, ha- it does affect other things, but it's really about football. Right, I mean it, that it's that's sort of the, the the driver of this whole all this movement. Well, I I mean, no, nah, I have to disagree. I think okay. I mean it, it it is football, right? I mean that's that's what we that's what it is about. But it's about much more. Uh, it's about it's about money. It's about competition. Well, yeah, yes, yes, but but that has that all comes back to football, though. I mean, the, the money that football generates. And the the prominence of the football programs nationally, and the opportunities that they get, and the exposure that they get, and the money, the revenue that they get from you know TV rights uh, and that type of thing, and, and sponsorships, etc. Again, it, it yes, it affects other sports. It affects some of the you know not academics, I guess, but you know other aspects of student life, but. It's because of the revenue and the com- competition. Well, that's what at, I in, at football. That's, but that's at football. But I think that's. I mean, football is is the sport they're playing. But I think it when you're talking about the driver, I think the driver is um, is marketability. It's it's money. Right. Um, well, I but they wouldn't do this if. The, the money and the marketability, you know, if, if it if it wasn't being generated by the football programs, right? I mean, it 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 again. It, I think it extends beyond that, but it's really, I mean, the the, the lion's share of it is because of football or from football. No, yeah, okay, maybe it maybe. No, I, maybe. no, I, I agree. I I agree with that. I mean, it is football, but I, I think I, I think we're. Uh, I think where we disagree is on what is the driver. I think the teams wanting to be sort of um, be included under the umbrella of the SEC 
it's driven by the fact they want more access to more revenue TV, uh, you know, the, the, the revenue from uh, being in, under, in the SEC, playing against top teams, mm-hmm. vying for national championships. In football. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's football, but they, it's the yeah. driver to get to, of them wanting to be in that is is yes. all based off of the the conference. Uh, nobody's nobody's uh, fighting to get into the Mountain West, of course, right? But they're also not fighting to get their volleyball team into the SEC, right? I mean that that's what I mean. They they are. I see. I mean, well, it, well, okay. So okay. So that's the distinction. So it, does this would that change carry over to? All, I all think of the so. sports sports yeah. programs, because I think yeah. there are instances of, um, right, pro, schools having being in certain conferences and in certain sports, but then um, in different conferences. Is well, that right? Yeah, right? Like the Big East, right? Added a lot of teams in basketball, right? Or Notre Dame, uh, didn't they join a conference? Yeah. Okay. We we probably yeah, should have uh, done a little more research in. No, but we, yeah, well, let me in. say. I think. Yeah. I think that's okay. So I think that we were talking past each other. You're 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 saying what's driving this is football. Like, if if a certain team goes to the SEC, that means all the pro the programs, the sports programs at that university will also be included in that conference as well. I think that's right. I'm not, but I'm not 100 percent sure about that. But I, I think that's right. If that is the case, then I I totally agree with you. I, I see where you're coming from now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, and matter of fact, I'm I'm almost sure it's right because one of the big rivalries for Kansas for KU basketball historically was the University of Missouri, right? It was mm-hmm. one of their hated, heated, I should say, hated is pretty strong, uh, but heated rivals was Missouri and. They don't play. I mean, they, they might play every now and then, but they don't play as conference opponents anymore because mm-hmm. Missouri uh, went to SEC. And again, they didn't go there because they they wanted their basketball team to play against other SEC basketball teams, mm-hmm. or they didn't go there because they wanted uh, their you know whatever you know swimming you know diving teams. You know what I mean to to play to to compete with SEC diving teams. They wanted to go there because they wanted their football team to get to be on the SEC network and to play against other SEC teams, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was for the football. And that, that's what I mean. I mean, it's, it's the, you're right. The, the driver, the, the reason is the money and the exposure, but the money and exposure that the football team gets. No, I, I, I see where you're coming from. And I, I totally agree. I think what I was getting, I just mean, that's why I, that's why it's worth talking about now at the beginning yeah. of football season. Yeah, because that's where it really has had the biggest effect. Yeah, I think what I was getting confused with it. There was a period in time, actually, when I was doing sports information over at uh, San Jose right. State as an undergrad, yeah. and San Jose and, and and their football program was just atrocious. Um, right. And there was talk of them being sort of being demoted down to D level two football. Mm. Um, well, they did beat Southern Utah. They did week. well, yeah, forty-five to fourteen. You're joking, but they were rated in the top twenty-five last year national rankings. San Jose State, yes, no, they they have turned it around. I know, yeah, they, uh, yes. But uh, the point I was making is that um, <laughs> they, while they were um, there was talk of doing that, um, they a lot of people don't know this, but the, the San Jose State has like a 
nationally renowned judo program, <laughs> D1 okay. judo program. Um, and um, so I was getting it um, confused with, uh, you know, maintaining that D1 ranking in certain sports while, um, oh. yeah, um, while other sports um, uh, Got it. weren't the same. Anyways, we'll have to edit this pod. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is interesting to, for the casual average listener. But that now they know the reason that San Jose State stayed in. What what conference are they even in? I don't even are they uh, in Mountain the, West. They're in the Mountain West. Yeah. the The reason that they're that they're hanging out in the Mountain West Division One is because of their strong judo program. They weren't <laughs> they weren't going to let that judo program walk those yeah. those uh, conference those conference commissioners. Yeah, Mountain Not, West Conference judo so and yeah. and and just i don't know if you've ever seen the mountain west conference logo but nice oh nice logo good what, that's yeah, good you'll just have to see it yeah. that, i like it that that's that yeah yeah sec we could talk about juggernaut football revenue you know mm-hmm. just just churning out athletes and and national prominence mountain west we could talk about nice logo <laughs> that's that's that that appeals to my sensibilities. I like it. I, I like I'd rather it. look good than be good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like it. I like it. That explains explains your uh, sneaker collection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's move on here. Unless any final thoughts about college football? I think no. uh, you yeah. know we we probably could do a whole show on this weird conference realignment thing. It's sort of still in the in the uh, it's sort of still happening, and there's a question about whether these you know the, the NCAA will even survive as a governing body, right? Right. I mean, it's it's getting to that point, but I we, mean, we we could continue talking about it, but it would just be like past ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about sneakers and logos and <laughs> judo and basements and you know yeah i mean it's this is i think you're right i think we, we we'd be doing our, our listeners a disservice uh, if we didn't move on to the nfl even though nfl season hasn't started yet that's right but that's that kicks off uh pun intended uh next thursday <laughs> between the uh Very good. the super bowl champion uh tampa bay bucks and uh your favorite my favorite dallas cowboys on uh thursday in tampa uh, Dax back from his his uh, grotesquely broken ankle. Hmm. Um, he looks to be at full strength there. Um, but just got news today that uh, their all-pro starting right guard, uh, Zach Martin, uh, will be out for that game due to uh, COVID protocols. Yep. So um, that's a you know interesting tidbit heading into the uh, the first game. I mean, if the Cowboys have any. You know, have any chance? They need to be at full strength, and uh, you know, obviously missing uh, your all-pro guard um, right. when you got Sue uh, on the other side or Vita Vea of Oregon, right? Was he at right. Oregon? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's all three hundred and forty pounds yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, and Sue from Portland. Is he from Portland? Yeah, he went to Nebraska, but he uh, he's from here. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it is interesting, right? How, like you said, the cowboy. I mean. These teams, they they line up, what thirty players every mm-hmm. game, you know, over the course of a game. But when you lose somebody like a starting guard, man, it really hurts your chances, and it, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So, uh, 
Yeah. What's the predictions for uh, the Bucks this season? Did we say last week that we think that they're the class of the NFC still? I don't know if I, I don't know if I said that. Um, I think they're definitely you know they're the they're the champs until proven proven wrong. I think right. as long as you have Brady healthy and upright, you well. You that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long can Brady do it? I tell you, I mean, because again, this is he he was he's about six months younger than us. That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and I, I, uh, you know, my legs ache when I, you know, jog down the street. <laughs> well, he's uh, on that. He's on that TB12 program, bro. Where, <laughs> I've yeah. heard good things about that TB12. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. Uh, I wonder where he got the. Uh, the. I wonder. If, never mind. I was going to make some inside track uh, joke, but no. He's but the, the the difference though is he's been doing it as long as he's been a professional, right? I mean, he's yeah. been uh, really, really careful about his diet and exercise and, and that type of thing and taking care of himself and, you know, everything. Yeah. So uh, that obviously that makes a big difference. Obviously, my, my trips to, uh, you know, Shake Shack. Yeah, uh, not the same. Not the right, same. Right, it doesn't quite live up to the TB12 standard. But, I mean, how long can he do it? Uh, he's going to be 44 soon here. Um so he's tra- his game's transitioned, right? He's become a different type player, but he's just so much smarter. And uh, right, um, I think you know there was a lot of you know talk when he was with the Pats and, and under Belichick that he was just he was just sort of a product of the system mm-hmm. there, which is uh, infuriates me because it's such a stupid argument. Every right. QB runs a system, so every QB right. is therefore a systems quarterback. Right, but and now that that narrative has no, it has degrees flip flopped. Yep, flip flopped. Um, I mean, there's there's no argument, right? I think he, I think that they're gonna they're they're obviously gonna compete. They're gonna be there in the end. They're gonna be a team to reckon with. Um, so I think one of the the sleeper teams that uh, a lot of people are picking. Um, is the Rams making noise this season with uh, <laughs> Matt Stafford now yeah, at the helm? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not on that bandwagon, uh, and I, I, I have been high on the Rams in the past, a few seasons ago, mm-hmm. uh, when they first sort of put their super team together. Yeah, uh, and they they went all the way to the NFC Championship, right, and lost. So, but I feel like they went to the Super that, Bowl and lost. Oh, it was the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But it was uh, they should have then continued, and and for you know there were various reasons that they didn't. But I feel like they haven't lived up to their potential every season since then, and I don't think this year will be any different. Well, they're definitely all in because they've effectively mortgaged their future with all the draft, pay, all the uh, trades yeah. they've made. Um, yeah. And Aaron Donald, them. everybody knows. I mean, probably you know best uh, you know outside of a QB, probably best best player in the league right and they've got they've got the talent but i feel like they've had the talent every well, year and, well they you know. they 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 um they determined it was the problem was the qb and so yeah, i know picked I know. up so the, the narrative has always been with matt stafford that he was a good qb with a horrible franchise uh that franchise being the lions right. so now he's out of that situation he's in in with a much more talented uh, roster from top to bottom in terms of offense and defense, and so a lot of he's there's sort of he there's the team that a lot of people are picking 
lot of yeah. the pundits are picking uh, to make noise this year. Yeah. Uh, the coming West, out, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not buying it. But speaking of the Lions, uh, the 49ers have them opening week. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are the 49ers going to do? Are they going to bounce back? Question mark, Who, man. Who's going to? So it sounds like they're going to do a, a quarterback by committee, right? Yeah, I mean, you got Garoppolo at least for another year. Uh, Trey Lance, I, I, did you catch any of his games this preseason? I did not, but so, I, I yeah, it, you know, it's a little up and down, but but good, you know, promising stuff. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, it was definitely enough to tantalize, but then you also saw like, okay, this kid's probably not ready to start just yet. Right, and um, so has a. Here's my question for you again: Has a quarterback got by committee ever worked? You know, I mean, I, I feel like I've seen it, but it, on middling teams, you know what I mean? That didn't have anything to lose type of thing. I can't think of a, I can't think of a situation where that's ever worked or right. it just didn't end up becoming handing the keys over to one QB the rest of the way. Right. That's um, by a game three or something. Right. 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 Yeah. My gosh, I do remember, you probably don't remember this, but um, at one point the, the Broncos back in the, uh, the late nineties um, were subbing out um, you talk about QB by committee. Every series, they switched QBs for one game. So you had Tommy Maddox. I don't know if you met of UCLA. Oh, fan. yeah, from UCLA. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. He, yeah. and um, he was switching every series off with uh, uh, another QB who I, I can't even remember at this point. But um, I just remember it because they were playing the Cowboys, and it was just talk about Bizarre. indecisive. How can you... Right. I mean, Why? my gosh, changing for a QB one game to the other, that's one thing. But every series within a game, that's that's bizarro. Yeah, and how is your team benefiting from that? <laughs> I don't, that was, you know what I mean? I don't, that, I don't Yeah, know. that was under Shanahan, too. Wow. Yeah, the genius, right? Genius. All right well, I don't want to go through all this stuff, but and here's another one for you. Yeah. How, is, how long is, uh, is uh, Roethlisberger going to keep doing it? I mean, he, he, seem, he seems like he's been hobbled for the last seven or eight seasons. Yeah, that guy that guy has got two prosthetic legs, I think. Yeah, yeah um, he's a robot. He's yeah, a robot. He's a, he's a uh, quote-unquote warrior. Yeah, you know, after last season, he was hinting strongly uh, yeah. that he was thinking about retirement. So, But obviously the juices got flowing again this year in the <laughs> offseason. Uh, but I have a feeling this could be it. I mean, if he... Right. That's the thing, right? If you if you've talked yourself to the point where you're making retirement an option, the next step is is in, inevitably retirement. Right. So he's right. already his mind's already at that point. I, right. I think he's given it one more run. This this should be it. Right. All right. How about what do you think about uh, the Cardinals? Have you been paying attention? I mean, they still have their their hotshot young coach. Yeah, coolest coach in the league, man. Right. Is it Kyler Murray? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not as big as. On the on the Kyler Murray hype train as everybody else. Okay, I think okay. he's well, an, he's he's like Muggsy Bogues hype, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's Muggsy he's Muggsy Bogue of the NFL. Um, yeah, he's exciting to watch. Um, you see some do some things that are exciting, but I I just I don't see a consistent like threat, um, you know, through the air that um, I do with like Aaron Rodgers or, or Brady, you know, the thing about running QBs, they're exciting. And when a play breaks down or it's time to freelance, it's exciting. And they bring another dimension to the game. But ultimately every running QB that I've 
ever watch has ultimately transformed into a passing QB because it's passer, yeah because yeah, they it you know after three or four years you start realizing it's much easier to throw for twenty yards than run and get tackled for fifteen yards. Right. Um, so um, I saw it with Randall Cunningham. We saw right. Michael that happened with Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, long story short, they've put a number of weapons around him. They still still have Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's arguably the best receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've added J.J. Watt. Um, yeah, I mean, they're loaded with talent, um, but it remains to be seen if he's a consistent enough uh, player to um, yeah. to steer that team. Um, the NFC West, again, seems like it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. They have the Titans uh, opening week, and the Titans uh, were, one of, were sort of a sleeper team last year. Or they... Uh, <laughs> They uh, made some, uh, you know, opened some eyes, and uh, they uh, they could do the same this year, right? Yeah, I, I, they're always yeah, well coached team. Um, yeah. They're 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 a super strong contender. Um, well, it's gonna be a great been, game. And the quiet, the, there's been eerily, uh, you know, quiet coming out of Seattle, especially after last year when they were talking about, you know, will Russell Wilson leave? He was he was right. giving the uh, he right was giving right the, the uh, I'm unhappy here. You know, yeah. sort of Damian Lillard, and then even uh, you know, I I want to stay, but I'm unhappy. You know, right. show me what you can do. He even took the the next step in saying, "Hey, I wouldn't mind playing for teams X, Y, and Z." I think right. it was the Bears, the Cowboys, and a few other teams. Um, yeah, I mean, and but nothing this season. I mean, what you know, nothing from him this season. I should say. Oh well, I like mean. This, no, that was this off season. This was that was during early in the off season this oh, year. Oh, was it? Gosh, it feels yeah. like it was before last season. Man. No, it was it was before the draft. Oh um, boy. Yeah, but I mean, he, he I he's a guy I respect so much just in terms of his play. Yeah, I what mean, he's done. Yeah, um, I think any team, I think any Seahawks team with him healthy, they're going to be contenders. I mean, they're always they're going to have a chance. They're going to be there in the end, playing in the postseason. Um, I don't know if, if they have enough defensively, ironic, because we all think of uh, Seattle's... When we think of Seattle, we think of them for their defense, right? I mean, but that that's sort of changed for the past three or four seasons right. um, with you know some of those mainstays leaving. And K.J. Wright. K.J. Wright just got signed or by the uh, picked up by the, the Raiders. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, Richard Sherman's been gone for a few years. Cam Chancellor's gone. Right. I think the, the remaining... You know, um, key player there is uh, Bobby Wagner, um, but I think I don't know what you're up in the Pacific Northwest. What what's your your feeling? I, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I, there has been not much not much talk about the Seahawks this off season that I can that I can remember, and maybe pretty quiet. It's, yeah, it's been pretty quiet, and so I don't know, man. I really don't know. The last thing I remember seeing was that they signed, uh, you know, one of the Baylor national champion Baylor basketball players to their practice squad. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. Who was that? It was uh, 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 Vital, this kid. Uh, that, uh, Dick Vital? <laughs> no, but the, you know, he was a big man on the, uh, on the Baylor basketball team that won the national championship. Really? And Absolutely. didn't get drafted. And, uh, you know, did, I think he played in the summer league, uh, NBA summer league, but didn't get offered any contracts and so went to play football. So uh, as a tight end or as a defensive player, do you know? 
I don't remember. I don't remember. I just thought it was kind of an interesting little. Yeah. Tip. I think it was uh, a, you know just a little little uh, thing, and so. But well, that's what I mean. That's I can't remember much else, uh, much more news. Uh, yeah. That, well, well, if, if, so. if that's the uh, the headline that you can think of, that yeah, you're right. There's not that's not much news. No. But, uh, right. What are the prospects? This. I mean, again, we're talking about NFC West. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a. It's going to be hot competition. Yeah, I mean, the NFC West for the past four or five seasons has just been the toughest. Um, you know, division yeah. um, in, in, in the NFC. Um, I would expect more of the same. I think the, yeah. the, the, the Niners, the Seahawks, Cardinals, and the Rams. I mean, my gosh. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be so, like the uh, uh, NL West here in baseball. Exactly. Exactly. So who, what team, well, let's, let's finish it this way. What team is just going to tank this season? We, last time we talked about how the NFL, as -hmm. much as any other league and probably more than any other league gets, you know, you have, you can have mobility, you know, worst to first, first to worst, or just from one season to the next. And a lot of it, I mean, there are all kinds of factors, of course, right? There's there's injuries and there's age and there's roster turnover and there's, you know, anything. But but it seems like it, it happens more in the, uh, it, you know, the Warriors last season notwithstanding, or two seasons ago notwithstanding. Uh, well, are the, we... It seems like the NFL, there's always some team that you, you know, has maybe not yeah. high expectations, but, you know, has some, some, some a little hope behind it. And mm-hmm. just just ends up going three and thirteen or something like that. I could see, I could see a few teams. So outside of factoring in injuries, because I mean that can you happen can. to any yeah, team. Of course, yeah, of course. I could see a team like the 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 Saints struggling yeah. Yeah. under Jameis Winston or Tyson Hill. Uh, I could see them struggling and their offense just not carrying them the way it was with Breeze under Breeze. I could see the Cowboys struggling. Hmm. Um, those are two. T- oh, I think we t- we touched on it last week. I think the Browns are also a team that I just don't. I just can't trust. Yeah. I just don't trust. Uh, yeah, well, they uh, had high people. expectations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah, I just can't trust him as a QB. What is uh, Houston going to do? The Texans. Uh, there's no expectations there. Right. Okay. So they no don't. They don't count. No, they don't count. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what about the Patriots? That's always a question. Since Brady left, especially right. I mean, so yeah, so you Mac know, Jones. I mean, rookie QB. So the reports that I'm reading about with Mac Jones is that he really knows the uh, he like what made the move away from Cam Newton easier for them was the fact that uh, Matt Jones picked up the offense so well, and um, I think you know with Belichick's system, um, man, if he can just sort of be a manager at a high level game manager i think brady-esque yeah i think i think they could have you know a 10 and 7 11 and 6 type year wow okay all right because i mean this quarterback class really has potential to be one of the best ever it does yeah justin fields who was the guy that i was thinking the 49ers should have taken uh looks good looks good in preseason also Look good. He's looked good so far. Um, Zach Wilson over it with the Jets is getting a lot of praise um, from from around the league in terms of just uh, his ability. So okay. I mean, we could see, yeah. I mean, we could see a number, and obviously Lawrence with the Jags. I you know I saw him play a couple of series against the Cowboys, and he looked polished. He looked legit. Yeah, he, he looked, looked like, legit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I won't say 
seasoned veteran, but he looked like he belonged for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like he was ready. All right. All right, man. Well, it's, I'm, I'm excited because, again, I, I don't have a – you're a big Cowboys fan. I don't have a strong affiliation to any one NFL team. I mean, if I, if I had to, I would go with the 49ers, I think, for my NFC and then Chiefs for AFC. Right, uh, and I'm not just saying that because they just played each other in the in the Super Bowl. It was, uh, it's, it's, you know, it, it fits my whole life, you know, history, right? Right, T- timeline. Uh, but even then, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not uh, dipping my my kids in in red and, uh, and gold and <laughs> plastic dip. Yeah, and so uh, I'm just. I just like watching football. Like I like watching NFL football, and I'm I'm a fan of the game, and so it's. Um, I'm happy it's back and, and looking forward to it. Same here. Same here. So, you know, you mentioned uh, you referenced Portland a few times uh, with, you know, Sue being uh, former or yeah. you know, Portland, yeah. Portland native. Lillard uh, li- making uh, little winks at uh, the rest of the league. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, 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 the Blazers just picked up uh, who did they just pick up? Marquise Chris, I think Marquise you- Chris. Yeah. From yeah. the Warriors. Uh, yeah. You know, this is sort of a sl- uh, a sleeper pickup. Uh, you think so? I, oh yeah. You well, know, you saw, him, you saw him a little more than the average fan last so, season. So yeah, I can tell you a little bit about him. He well, he was injured all last year, but in twenty uh, right in, the the uh, the short year, right? The, the right, year. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The year prior, he he was really a surprise player. So he came straight out of high school and was just super raw. You know, a lot of times, um, you know. Players coming out of high school come. It happens so frequently now. It's not you lose track of just who's coming out because you'll have a guy you know taken with the you know twenty fifth pick that's straight out of high school. You just don't think nothing of it, right? Um, but you know he he put up a few good years, bounced around the league, came to the Warriors, and really um, you know a different player. He's still young. He's twenty four. Uh, he's about six nine. Can handle the ball, run the court. He's a modern day. Um, uh, you know, center big, right? Can switch, can switch on defense really good. Moves his feet well. Um, I know that we were missing him last year, and we uh, were hoping that he'd resign uh, with the Warriors. Um, and obviously, that didn't happen. The the uh, the Blazers picked him up. Uh, my gosh, I swear, you the Blazers have like seven guys over six nine. Hmm. I don't know. It just seems that way. It seems like you guys are always running through. Like power forwards and and centers, um, um, but yeah, I think it's a good pickup. Um, good. I think he'll complement your centerpiece, Larry Nance. There, um, uh, well, <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah, well, they'll make a, a strong uh, pairing in the second unit. That's for sure. But that that's part of the that's part of what you know teams that are competing at you know for the for for championships or at least for for high playoff seeds need though, right? They need yeah. Yeah. A little more depth. They need sparks off the bench. They need, you know, people who can. They, they need to not drop it off when their stars sit, right? Yeah. And, yeah uh, absolutely. And, and I mean, even the Lakers, uh, when they, I think their championship season, even but but last year for sure, when LeBron would sit, and we've talked about this before, when LeBron would sit, and even when uh, uh, Anthony Davis was in, that they were net negative. You know, mm-hmm. they were they were a losing team. Anytime LeBron sat, yeah, and you know the the Blazers were sort of similar when Lillard sat, not exactly, but sort of similar. 
because they they rotated it. It wasn't as straightforward as you know a second unit coming on, you know, mm-hmm. type thing, because they would they would sort of uh, do a rotation. But still, you know, they need they needed uh, a uh, you know they, they, every team like that that really is serious about making a run needs a strong second unit, and and hopefully this helps. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, but again, the, uh, one thing I want to talk about in the NBA before we go is it's almost getting ridiculous with these veteran players, these sort of fading s- stars joining the Lakers and the Nets, right? I mean, I don't want to harken back to the to the Carl uh, Malone, Gary Payton Lakers mm-hmm. season. But it almost feels like that because now the news is DeAndre Jordan, who funny enough was on the Nets and got traded, wants to join the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you got Dwight Howard back on the Lakers, Rondo now back on the Lakers, uh, Trevor Ariza, who is about 50 now. Uh, you know, <laughs> but then you, you got Blake Griffin, uh, you got Lamarcus Aldridge saying that he uh, wants, wants to rejoin the, the Nets. I mean, it's it's like a it, it's almost comical at this point. I mean, what? Who else? How? How? I mean, really? Yeah. How do you How do you feel about that? Like these these super teams yeah. that are become a regularity uh, each year. You know. You know. I it, it's but it, that's what I mean. It's almost gone beyond the super team thing here and gotten into to weird sort of jokiness. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. When you have one of those super teams, that you that you also balance it right with uh, with young talent, with with up and coming, you know, shooters or guards, you know, ball handlers. Little, you know, there's that spark off the bench kind of thing, mm-hmm. and you know, young guys that the veterans cheer for in a blowout wins, you know, from the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now. You all you got is guys that are that that are that are hitching their wagon to the championship train, and it's just I feel like it's almost too much. Like I don't, it doesn't, it even as a Lakers fan, it kind of it kind of doesn't feel right. And a lot of people felt that way. A lot of fans, I should say, a lot of Lakers fans even felt that way when LeBron came in the first place, right? Yeah, like he, it was sort of you know he's not a Laker, right? He's He's sort of riding a uh, mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how this feels. It's sort of um, it, it, the, the, the super team thing is sort of uh, it's being it's being watered down a little bit. Almost. Yeah. Does that make sense? And, and so it feels a little weird. Feel, and, and I'm not sure. You know, I, I, I they just won a championship. The Lakers just won a championship with, you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope, you know, hitting big shots. Alex Caruso coming up with big defensive plays. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, these kind of things. And that that's felt more normal. Right. Uh, as, you know, while Anthony Davis and LeBron did their thing and, and uh, dominated games on both sides. And now it's sort of like, I, I almost feel like these players are going to want to seed the ball and, and the time to these veterans. I, I don't know. It, it's, it, it changes the dynamic. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. Uh, I think, um, you know, I wasn't, and maybe I'm a little biased, um, but it, it didn't bother me when Durant came over <laughs> to the Warriors. Right. But, well, but, that, but that's what I mean. But it that formed was, a super team. 
Yeah. I, but that came on the heels of, uh, you know, Bosch and uh, Wade and LeBron teaming up in Miami. Right. Um, and, you know, um, my gosh, even going back to the, the Blazers, I mean, when they had, you know, they formed so, sort of a super team over there with Pippen and right. uh, a few other uh, players I can't remember. Was it Drexler or who, who was? Uh, was he still there? I don't remember. But, uh, yes, I know what you're saying. And, yeah, yeah there a few teams have tried. Yeah, and, yeah, I. But that, it, again, it's different because you had you had players that were drafted by those teams, or yeah. you know, have been developed by those teams playing prominent roles. Uh, you know what I mean? That the Warriors, you know, they had, uh, you know, well, obviously, what's his name, uh, Iguodala, you know, won an MVP, won a Finals MVP. I guess that was before Durant, but I don't know. It it it, um, it just seemed a little more. <sighs> organic back then right. like That's now right. it's it, it now it just seems like these these guys i mean you literally hear about it like these guys are somewhere you know together and they agreed you know to form right. a super team and then make it happen a year later it just right. it seems a little contrived and yes. um it just uh it's like shopping for a championship you know yeah, I mean, it, and and again carmelo anthony i've never been a huge carmelo anthony fan uh but again he's one of those players you can't deny his, I mean, when he's a top ten all-time scorer, right? That you have no argument against him being right. a great NBA player, right? Uh, and again, it's, it is personal with me because you know he beat Kansas in the national championship at Syracuse, right? right. But even th- after that, you know, I didn't love his game. I didn't, you know, he seemed like he lacked the, you know, the leadership that he everybody thought he needed or th- and he thought he had, and he seemed, I don't know. There, there, yeah, I could go on, but it doesn't matter because he, he's to me. He turned a corner and kind of got mature, and uh, you know he had a wake-up call in Oklahoma City and Houston, and then he came to Portland and filled his role perfectly. Yeah. Right, he did what he needed to do, said all the right things, stopped eating sugar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you know, did got you know he's not the same person he was you know right. 10, 15 years ago, and so he he did it and kept scoring. You know, was got his kept his numbers, but didn't you know he wasn't wasn't uh in artificially inflating anything right all right and so i was i was happy and, and he did well and and i respected it you know and now he goes to the lakers and it is it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't feel right it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't yeah yeah uh, and even rondo going back you know it's sort of like they they he's he was gone because they didn't want him anymore they didn't need him anymore yeah and you know and, it Go ahead, sorry. No, and that's it. And and so it, that's why, like you said, it feels artificial. It doesn't feel organic. They, I, I, it, it's just, it's like a trend. It's like they're they're following a trend that these these veteran players, like you said, who are friends or or you know former former teammates. Hey, let's let's take a shot at it together. This is our best chance. And I, I it. It's weird. I don't know. It, it feels weird. And it, it, I feel like it would be, and as a Lakers fan, it's hard, but I feel like if I was a fan of, you know, the, the, the Pacers or, you know, sort of one right. of these teams that is sort of always hopeful that, you know, or even the Blazers right here, yeah. that is hopeful that they can break through one of these seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you know, for me, and I'm definitely not, one of these guys that gets upset about all the player movement. Right. I just think 
I, I do just I just understand the other perspective that I think there is something just in terms of fandom uh, and just you know my you you know we're the same age the way that we rooted for teams just seems a little different now I mean mm-hmm. when when we rooted for teams they generally had the same core of players right you you just kind of wrote you kind of wrote it out with them. You know, right, it, right. It, you see them overcome, make the challenges, disappoint, and you know the high peaks. With nowadays, it's just your the, the your fortunes can change by signing one one player, which is great in a way, but it just it's a, it's just a different it's just a different feeling for fans. Right. I mean, are are Raptors fans gonna you know is it is right. Kawhi is Kawhi a great Raptor? player right, right. You know? that's a I great mean, example yeah and you you see even rondo right he's a celtic yeah. right i mean even though he won a championship in la i, I it's um i think no i think yeah. your Kawhi example's um perfect right do you do you if we asked if we polled raptors fans yeah. would they say would you give that championship back of course not but i can guarantee you yeah. it, there's a little there's a kind of a a, a slightly bittersweet taste in fact, knowing that he came in, helped win a championship, then he's gone. Right. Uh, right. Leaves a little bit of a vacuum there. Right. He'll never be an all-time great Raptors player, even though right. he was the best player on their championship team. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's it is. I see. It's. I agree, totally agree with you. And and uh, this season, it it's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it it. Uh, I had another point to make, and now I've I'm lost it, but. Uh, you know, it, it does feel, it, it feels like it's, it's a, uh, almost, almost like a joke season. Like the, especially if, if the Lakers and Nets end up going to the championship, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's just sort of like, okay, let's get this over with, you know? <laughs> and I no, don't, I, don't get me wrong. And like you yeah. said too, I won't be mad if the Lakers get their 18th banner yeah. to pull, to pull ahead of the Celtics. Uh, but it, it it'll won't just seem, go down. Yeah. yeah, it'll just seem inevitable. Yeah, as as opposed to earned and and proud and and that kind right, of thing. Right, right. But here's here's one more wrinkle for you because mm-hmm. I think we should wrap it up soon. But how funny is it? I mean, who would have thought that we'd be talking this way about the Nets instead of the Knicks? Right. I mean, right, the, right. oh my gosh, the Knicks must be. I mean, this even though all this talk about being artificial and seeming weird and not feeling right. Oh my gosh, the, the Knicks would love it. They'd love to be in the position of the Nets. Right, right. right. Now. I mean, it, it's pretty amazing that, that it happened this way, that the Brooklyn Nets have taken over as the powerhouse in the East. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would agree. And, and it, they just can't seem to lure any free agents or, you know, primetime free agents over to, to sign with them. Um, and yeah, it's just been misfortune for... My gosh, they, they haven't been relevant for, I mean, outside of maybe last year for, uh, uh, you know, a few weeks. Um, but they haven't been vying for any real postseason action for, what, 20 years now? Oh, farther. And and even in the 90s. The I Jeff did, Gundy year, yeah, right? Yeah, well, and they went to the finals, didn't right. they? Yeah, they went maybe one season. I don't, yeah, I, don't I think even, so, yeah. Did they make the finals? I can't even remember if they made it all the way to the finals. Uh, but... No, I think the Heat beat them in uh, in their uh, yeah. I mean, they, they would lose to the Heat. They would lose to the Pacers. Yeah. They would lose to the Bulls, of course. They would lose to I think the Sixers, right? Iverson and them right. beat them one season, and so 
they just they I feel like they were always knocking on the door, but never were never serious. I don't think that they were ever a favorite to win. No, no, I, I can't remember a time the Knicks were ever. But seen they were good. Thing. They were they were perennial, yeah. you know, playoff mm-hmm. team in the nineties. They just couldn't get over the hump. But yeah, they. Uh, wow, I it they it it's and there were all, there's always been talk our whole lives about how proud and how big of a basketball city New York is and how the Knicks are the are the jewel of the NBA and that it's only a matter of time, you know, when, you know, there's some savior, it's, you know, was it going to be Carmelo Anthony? Was it going to be, you know, uh, Kevin Durant? It's going to yeah. go there. And if they win a championship there, you know, we'll just be a god in New York forever and, and nobody's buying it. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody bought in. Uh, maybe Carmelo did. But again, we we talked about how he was not the player that he that he believed he was, and so yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, no, I don't think anybody, even ten years ago, would have predicted that it would be Brooklyn Nets totally dominating the East. Real talk. Yeah. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes, but it's not going yet. It's NFL time first, so looking forward to next time talking about uh, yeah. how uh, how these early games shake out. Yeah, it should be fun. Should have a lot of talk to talk about. Um, uh, week one wrapping up, and uh, we'll be able to uh, set our sights on um, who's going to be the favorites uh, out of week one. Um, <laughs> make early predictions. Yeah, that, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll make bold predictions that you know, by the end of the season we'll we'll look uh, completely foolish. <laughs> exactly. That's how we do it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, sir. Well, it sounds like you have uh, some family time to get to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm about to dive in the mix here. So. All right, all right. We'll talk all right, to you again soon. All right, sir. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye, all.